0: if you're ready to learn about why our mindset is the primary driver for all success in life be it personal or professional then this episode of the smart nutrition made simple show is for you
1: welcome to the smart nutrition made simple show where each week you'll hear the real world experiences life lessons and guided principles that every highly driven man needs to master their health productivity, and relationships by sharing conversations with the world's most successful people in fitness, nutrition, supplementation, and mindset. Meet your host, Benjamin Brown. He is a fitness and nutrition expert, consultant to Fortune 500 companies and world championship sports teams, a husband and father of three, and has been helping men transform their physiques, optimize their energy, and own their fatherly mission since 2005. Thank you for joining us today, and without further ado, let's jump right in.
0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 74 of the Smart Nutrition Made Simple show. Today on the show, we're talking all about mastering your mindset with my friend, Doreen Korba. Doreen is a personal coach, a motivational speaker, and writer focused on what she calls mindset magic taking control over one's thoughts, and setting yourself up for success is what she's best known for. As a clinically trained psychologist with a master's degree in counseling and 15-year running global marketing organizations, Doreen combines her business skills with her personal journey through grief to help others uncover their highest potential, return to the best version of themselves, and live a life full of joy. This was such an illuminating conversation with Doreen about mastering the mindset through a specific five-step process and we outline this five-step process with my personal examples throughout the call so i think that there's going to be a lot of things that resonate for you from a personal standpoint from a a fitness health nutrition standpoint also possibly from a professional growth standpoint and just understanding that so much of what helps us or hinders us isn't the amount of information we have rather it's kind of what's going on in between our ears and that is with our mindset and how we think about what it is that we're doing and what our goals are so with that said uh, i'll let you guys jump into the episode thank you so much for tuning in and i hope you enjoy doreen welcome to the smart nutrition made simple show how are you
2: good how are you
0: I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. I'm really, really excited to have you here with our listeners to be able to uh, share just what a wealth of knowledge you are uh, on a specific topic that I think is so relevant in the fitness and nutrition and health space, which is mindset. So if you wouldn't mind, maybe just a really quick background about how you got to where you are today.
2: And I'm, I'm so honored to be here and, and I appreciate it so much. Um, a little background about me is I spent 15 years in corporate marketing, running global marketing organizations with big teams and massive di- deadlines. Um, and I left that behind and transitioned into life coaching um, about four years ago uh, after the loss of my second child. And I told my parents I was finally putting that master's degree of mine to good use. I've got a master's degree in counseling psychology. Um, So I'm a trained therapist and this was always my end goal um, to be a therapist until I had experienced coaching and the power of mindset strategies. And when I applied that to my own situation, it was a real game changer for me. Um, How to navigate through grief. How to rebuild your life for anyone in transition or anyone that is working towards a goal. Um, my goal was survival at first, and then it moved from surviving to thriving and right. how I was going to do that. And so mindset was everything.
0: It's interesting that you went from a you know psychology into marketing. what prompted that? Transition. Yeah,
2: so it's kind of the other way around. Um, I always <laughs> wanted to get my master's in psychology, um, but I fell into marketing. My, okay. my first marketing role was at Canyon Ranch Health Resort in Tucson. Sure,
0: yeah. right.
2: Yeah, and I have always been in healthcare ever since. Um, and so I worked my way up in marketing. And if anyone is in business, you know that it pays well. And I was very, very good at what I did, but I always say it wasn't good back to me. So I was good to it, yeah. but it didn't serve me. And um, it was really uh, once I had gotten my master's, I I couldn't quite walk away from the income. My my family's a two-income family, and um, I needed to kind of shelf that dream until I was shaken awake.
0: Sure. But, and 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 that, and, and then the loss of your child was really the. The impetus for you to just dive into what I believe is, and I'm sure you believe as well, is your calling.
2: Absolutely. I mean, there's nothing more awakening than loss. Um, there is a beauty to surviving loss that I don't wish upon anyone, um, but I would love to be able to share the wisdom I learned since I can't take it back um, with as many human beings as possible because. There is a freedom to, once you lose something you can't live without, um, to living a very big, big life. And so my personal mission, um, really on a soul level, and we're gonna get to this in one of my steps, is your why, is to really, um, really connect with why I'm doing what I'm doing. And so for me, it's to honor my daughter Harper, uh, but also to really make someone else's journey easier less painful and less lonely because everyone has to go through their own journey but if i can partner with someone and give them the strategies that i've learned um that's that's my goal
0: yeah and and again that's just why i'm so happy to have you here and i know this is deep deep stuff but you know but on on the surface is a lot of people are interested in in you know eating better and losing body weight and all of those um, seemingly somewhat trivial things. I mean, albeit important to us, those usually aren't the. Those are what we call surface level desires, mm-hmm. and those are really just uh, vehicles towards something deeper that we're searching for. And in my fifteen plus years now of coaching, and and trust me, it's taking every single year to to realize the uh, depth and prevalence and importance of our mindset in accomplishing our goals and it may start with a surface level of i just want to lose this last 10 pounds but it's really about what those core desires of of improving your confidence and creating a better relationship with your children or your wife or leaving a legacy or something like that is is so so profound so tell us a little bit about what you're going to share and we had talked about you sharing this, this kind of mindset mastery process that you go through with your clients.
2: Yeah. So the mindset um, process, it's a, it's a five-step process. And of course, it takes um, a lot longer than 30 minutes to go through. <laughs> sure. But what, I'm, what we're going to do today is just go through each of the steps at a high level so that listeners can um, really work these steps at their own time. So what I would suggest is we um, and every listener, we're going to go through them all. Um, but I would suggest you revisit and work these um, at, at your own time and at your own pace uh, because there's, there's jewels within each of them, and maybe some of them you've heard before, but the process of putting them together has really been eye-opening and helps people get really clear on tapping into what they truly want. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Um, At first it's to lose, for me, like you want to lose your baby weight, right? I just had my fourth child and um, you want to lose your baby weight, but losing weight is not nearly deep enough to get me to do what I need to do (laughs) in order to do that. It has to be at a deeper level. And um, absolutely, I think that this process can apply to so many different types of goals. It can apply to a new business. It can apply to your health, your weight loss, your nutrition. Um, it can apply to grief. It can apply to to many different um, types of transition that someone might be going through.
0: Beautiful. I, I can't wait to jump in. Let's do it.
2: Okay. So, the first step, and I, I hope that you'll play along with me here, and you will um, definitely give me your input I am <laughs> as your, we go
0: I, I'm nervous, but I am your guinea pig today for I this process. It. So let, let's do this, and and hopefully this will resonate with those of you listening.
2: Okay, awesome. So um, anyone that's listening, you just want to get a um, piece of paper and a pen. If you're driving, that's how I listen to podcasts, so you can do it later. Um first things first you want to identify your goal so i want you to think about this in your head um we may think we know what our goals are but what do you really want so if you are listening to this podcast and you are then that means that you're someone that wants to live a better life wants to improve their life wants to stretch wants to grow is into personal development i love it you are in good hands um those and mom turned myself in i'm one of these We are the type of people that have many goals. (laughs) We have (laughs) lots of ideas. Ideas are not our problem. The problem is narrowing down on what you want to focus on. So you want to think about your goal in a three month increment, And that's how I do my coaching. Um, And I learned this way back in my Canyon ranches and it has stuck with me. You cannot be successful. In anything, any goal, if you're doing too much at once, so you want to work on one, maybe two goals at the same time. Yeah. No, I'm not saying you can't feed your family dinner while you're working on your goal. Um, I'm saying you can multitask, but as far as your life calling, um, your your deep rooted goals, uh, we want to work on one or two at a time. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, And it's something I firmly subscribe to. I've, I've talked about this a little bit on the show before, but it's kind of like part of the big rocks, you know, moving those big rocks first, right? Then small rocks, then pebbles.
2: And I'm glad you brought that up because in the first three months, as you're getting used to new processes and new ways of thinking, because that's what I'm working with you on is a new way of thinking. You may wanna start with a larger goal and then a smaller goal that you know is achievable. Because in order to gain any momentum, and I know you've talked about this before, you have to start achieving. And so identify the goal. I like one, but if you have to do two because you're an overachiever like me, then um, we can do two. And then I want you to write down or think about where you are in your journey. What have you done towards this goal currently? So do you want to yes. give me an example? Do you feel
0: comfortable with that? Yes. I just want to frame it. Uh, so, so do you want to talk about my my personal business um, or do you want to talk about me as a... Um, let, let's just talk about it as just what I'm currently working on. That's cool. So I am um, currently working on building out, continuing to improve on my online coaching programs. Okay. And... One of my goals in the next three months is to have a, a group coaching program, because currently all I'm doing is um, private one-on-one online coaching. In fact, that's the only coaching that I do, but, um, and it's going great, but I need to create a, um, I think I can help more people if I create a, a program that is a little more automated, if that makes sense.
2: And there's incredible power in community. So it's coupled. I mean, their group coaching is um, really, really powerful stuff. So that's awesome. So now here's the step that we're going to go to next. With what you've just told me and with the listeners, when you're thinking about your goal and you've now identified what you've done to date towards your goal, I want you really to think about that list of things you wrote down. Are you thinking about doing things? For your goal, or are you actually doing something? So I can think all day about how I'm going to inspire and guide other people, but if I don't get myself out there and actually do the work, Mm -hmm. uh, then I'm not doing anything towards my goal. So we, as a society, get caught up in thinking and then that thinking feels like we're doing work and we're not. We are just exhausting ourselves, which is why I feel like so many small business owners are so mentally exhausted because we are it, we never shut it off. Like when you're trying to grow something, you're thinking about it in the shower probably. You're thinking yeah. about it, you know, after the kids are asleep. You're listening to podcasts. You're exhausting yourself really um doing everything you can to to,
0: to, get, ready, get, to get ready to get ready to start
2: totally yeah yes and there's a place for that and so i don't think there is absolutely time and space for learning and and thinking through but i just want to make sure that you're actually also doing um and moving the needle forward
0: so i'm actually in the process of physically building out the coaching program as I go and part of it is sort of what are the things that I'm consistently talking about with clientele Love it that can easily be videos or emails created that are part of the group coaching program. You know?
2: I'm so glad to hear that because a lot of times we, we don't start doing because we're afraid that we don't have all the pieces. We don't know enough. We, um, we need to think more. Right. But, and then it feels like when we finally, get to the doing part that um that seems far away but as soon as you start doing you actually think less (laughs) um yeah it alleviates the overwhelm
0: and you know it's I, i want to relate this to health and fitness though as well because i see this all the time And I'm sure you hear this from clients too is, you know, in three months you want to lose 10 pounds or 20 pounds or you want to start getting stronger or you want to do a 10K or whatever. And so you spend two months of it or all three months researching what the perfect program is. Yeah. Am I going to do keto or am I going to do you know mediterranean diet or am i going to do intermittent fasting or am i going to lift weights or should i just do cardio and i'm going to read all of these different blogs and so far down the road to the point where you could have done literally anything but what you're doing and and been much more successful
2: and made progress yes yes, yes. it's so true and so that's step 1 identifying the goal writing down where you are towards your goal currently and then what, and then evaluating your thinking versus doing and just getting a level set on where you are is, is step one. Yeah. Then we move to step two, which you already touched on. And I, I love this um, is what's your why this, you know, this is super important and um, it's probably, it's not talked about enough in business and health, why we're doing the things we're doing. Your wife, should, people say your why should make you cry. Your why should make you fly. It should be so powerful that you're not going to back down because this commitment is so deep rooted. So if it yeah. is something like I want to lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds, that's not good
0: enough. Right.
2: It has to be so I can keep up with my growing child and I can lift her when she's 40 pounds. It could be the I'm just saying things off my off, top of my head. It could be like the car seat and the baby in it is so gosh darn heavy. I don't want to throw my back out. So I better get my course, sh- you know, my core tight things like that. It has, yeah. to, it has to um, line in with your personal mission statement as yep. well. Yeah. So for you um, or even for your listeners, you can use, you know, either circumstance, give me a why that really is deep rooted in you.
0: Well, one is just to leave a legacy for my family and for my um, the people that I have the privilege of impacting on a daily basis. So if it's my clients, I want to um, put them in a position to positively impact everyone that they touch. I want my kids to grow up with the knowledge of health and fitness and business and um, high moral standards so that they'll continue to positively impact their environment. So that's a a very profound one for me.
2: I love that um, because we, we are taught that we have to separate business from family. And you know, once you become a parent, there is no separation. Once you become a parent, you are a parent forever. And so being able to integrate such a beautiful and meaningful part of your life into your work is the kind of deep rooted why that I'm looking for Um, because you're not going to give up on your kids. Right. Right. Um, And so while it's easy to give up on, losing a couple pounds or building a business, uh, because it gets hard. And so the reason why, why is so important and also having a personal mission statement, um, if you don't have one, it is something that you can bounce every new idea off of. Does this personal personal mission statement, um, you know, this new business, does that match up with my mission here on earth?
0: Yeah. Yes go ahead. Um, I, I, that that's really uh, resonates with me because it's something that I talk to my clients a lot about. And it's it's one of those things at the end of the day where you've had a hell of a day and you know you get home to screaming kids or fighting kids or no food on the table and kind of what are we going to do now? And you may have body composition goals, you may have health goals, and it's And and this may sound trivial, but it's not because this is the stuff that we deal with on a daily basis. So it accrues. So it's, it's, you know, it's Tuesday and I got home and I'm exhausted and it could be just as easy to order a pizza and, and, you know, in certain circumstances, that's totally cool. But it's also like checking yourself and saying, Hey, is this actually moving me closer towards my goals? Or is it moving me further away? And in not every instance, is it going to be a bad thing, as I said, but in the grand scheme of things, consistently or constantly asking yourself, is this lining up with the man or the woman or the mother or the father that I want to be for my children and for my, you know, legacy or for, for whomever or however I'm trying to impact the world?
2: It's so true. And that sounds like a simple... A simple thing, maybe to those of you who don't have children, but if you have children, you absolutely experience that scenario once a week.
0: (laughs) At least. least.
2: I mean, I'm giggling over here because that will be tonight, and I already know it's coming, right? Like, you're going to have to make a choice, and um, really being able to, and this takes time, like, if you are not balancing decisions, daily decisions, off of your personal mission statement... Then that's a new thing for you, um, and so it will take time, and it's not about perfection. And I will say, in that moment, if it, if you needed to order the pizza because the mental health of your family at that moment <laughs> was more important than um, than the calories in, calories out.
0: Totally. Do you right? Yeah, totally. And
2: it's all about balance, and and I see you smiling, and you get it. So, what's your why? make it deep rooted, have a mission statement to bounce things off of. And this is especially important with business owners, because like I said, we're idea machines. You know, I'm a natural born entrepreneur. I I had my first store when I was six years old selling seashells on the boardwalk in ocean city, Maryland. So it's in me, it's part of me. Um, It's why I did the corporate work that I did. And there's going to be a lot of exciting things um, that come along, but staying focused on your goal is incredibly important.
0: Yep. Good.
2: So the next step is a thought inventory. And this is where we really get into the mindset of things. Uh, This is not the very first thing I do with my clients, but probably the second thing after I get to know them is I want to take an inventory of what you are saying to yourself. You truly will be amazed at how you speak to yourself. You would not speak to anyone on earth the way you speak to yourself. Even the most positive of people are amazed. I consider myself an incredibly positive person. I was born that way. Um, I focus a lot on my thoughts, but I have to do this once a month, even at this point with my work that I do. Um, I really have to say, okay, write down all the things I'm telling myself. So on your piece of paper, I want you to write down on the left-hand column the way you're talking to yourself. And this is not going to be, something you're going to be able to do right now. You need to start in the morning when you wake up and it could be something like, I am so tired. I need to get up and go work out. I feel like shit from drinking last night. Sorry, I said a bad word.
0: No, you're Um, good. (laughs) That's fine. No issue.
2: Um, I, whatever it is, That's the conversation that starts when you open your eyes. I want that written down. And what you'll find is there's a pattern to the things that you're saying to yourself. Not only is there a pattern day over day, but a lot of us say a repeating phrase or two to ourselves all day long. For some of my clients, it's, I don't know why I don't have my shit together. Sorry for the S word again. No, you're good. Um, For other clients, it's, I can't do this. I, I just can't do this. Um, And so you really want to tune in and hear how you're talking to yourself. Yes. The other part of that is, um, that's personal. So I don't know if you want to comment comment on that, but if you do, you're welcome to. I
0: I mean, I want to, I'm trying to, so I think for me is, and, and I think this is probably similar for a lot of people, is we think that we are not good enough or deserving of certain things, yeah. um, I'm not smart enough. I don't know what to do, right. um, or why should I deserve to have this lifestyle? Or, you know, um, am I? You know, why? Why should I be? You know, why should I lose the weight um, if? You know, for instance, a lot of guys I work with, they've been, they've kind of bounced around in weight, you know, multiple times and a lot of women absolutely as well to the, to the degree that it's like, why should I even bother right. if I'm just going to end up gaining it back again when, yeah. when things get busy, when things get stressful, when I go on vacation, why should I even bother, Right. For example.
2: Absolutely. And so taking it, and it's hard to think off the top of your head, what you say to yourself, because what we think we say to ourselves is actually very different from what we do say to ourselves. And so it's really important to start tomorrow morning by doing this exercise, or whenever you get to Mm -hmm. this section of the training, and carry it all the way through the end of the day. And your list is going to be long. Um, If you're saying positive things, I want you to write those down too. And then the second part of this exercise is coupling the negative and flipping it to the positive. And so this is more of an affirmation that you're going to replace this negative thought with. And so this mindset training is called pattern interrupt. So once you identify what you're saying to yourself, the next time, the next day, you will have an affirmation that you're going to replace so let's take i'm not smart enough for example because that was the first one you said i'm not smart enough well the next time you hear that you're going to a acknowledge that you're saying that to yourself and b replace it with i have all of the tools i need to be successful because that's the truth and we're going to get into truth uh, facts and stories next. Uh, but the truth is I have all the tools I need to be successful. And this has to, and, and by the way, you don't have to believe it at first because we're changing the way you're thinking, uh, but it has to be true. And um, you, over time, as you replace this thought and interrupt it in the middle, you will start to believe it. And what you believe is your reality, guys. We have the power to believe anything we want to believe. And I often said that in my grief journey. It was like, you know what? If, if I need to believe that there's heaven because that's what helps me, fine. If I have to believe that I feel my daughter all day, every day, because that's what helps me, fine. So we, we can believe what, make your beliefs serve you. Don't have it prevent you. So that thought inventory and that re- replacement is step number three.
0: Hey brother, are you struggling to find the energy to function at your best as a businessman, father and husband? I want you to know you're not alone. And sadly, the conventional wisdom these days around healthy eating and exercise that has saturated the mainstream is flat out wrong. If you wanna find the solution to optimizing your energy and body composition without restrictive dieting, soul-crushing workouts, or adding more to your already stressful and overflowing schedule so that you can finally function like the man you you can be then we need to chat are you ready to move from exhausted to energized by working smarter not harder go ahead and schedule your free strategy call at www.bslnutrition.com forward slash level up i'm looking forward to our conversation and enjoy the rest of the show can we do one more sort of example of an of a way someone would structure an affirmation absolutely um, as far as saying I don't know. What's something that you see consistently? Um, I, think, I, I think a lot of people, and, and I don't know if this is the right context, but I think a lot of people feel like they don't deserve to be happy. They don't deserve to be fit. They don't deserve to be lean. Um, and I don't know if that's the direct thought process.
2: Well, I was going to say it is exactly that. The, the actual sentence to yourself isn't, I don't deserve this. It's a other. It's another self-sabotaging uh, thought.
0: It's like a, I and can't do this.
2: Sounds like I don't have time. Yeah. I'm not strong enough. Um, I'm tired. I hear that a lot. And those are those are those are things. But it all comes back to I don't deserve this, right? So that's like the higher level, okay, thing, overarching thought. So um, I don't have time. I hear that a lot because that's a great, that's an excuse because everyone is, everyone is busy. It's an awesome excuse because it's true. Like no one has time. You have to make time. That's right. No one, you don't just wake up one day and have time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So when you say to yourself, I don't have time, you can say uh, the flip side of that. um, I'm thinking in, in business or even like trying to get to the gym. You can say, I've got to prioritize this.
0: Yes. Yeah. I use that all the time. I like that one.
2: Um, if someone is actually saying, um, I don't I don't deserve this, uh, although usually for me it comes out, you know, what I'm seeing is it just comes out in a different language. Um, the flip side is, is why wouldn't you deserve it? Right. Why would you be given a tug on your heart to do something if you weren't meant to do it? It's really that simple. Yeah. Why wouldn't you deserve it? And so... Um, but I, and another thing is a lot of times with these, these affirmations, they're hard to nail yourself. So if someone is working with you or if someone is working with me, this is absolutely an exercise where I have clients come back after they do their, their thought inventory and they say, okay, here are my thoughts, but I don't know how to flip this because it's so ingrained in what they believe about themselves. Yeah. And so working with a coach or working with a friend or a power partner to help you with those things flip-flop thoughts, those affirmations is is helpful.
0: Cool. Okay. Perfect. That's helpful. Thank you. So number four.
2: So number four, it it goes right. It's right in line with the thoughts. Um, We create, so our brains are built to rationalize. So we can put a bow around our thoughts and place them in the right compartment in our brain. When we when we don't feel like we understand something completely from our perspective, we create a story around it. So, um, a story could. Okay, so there's there's a story, and the story could be something like, "I don't have my master's degree. How in the world am I going to be a great coach?"
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I don't have the life experience. How in the world am I going to be a good therapist? Um, the facts are that you have the education, you have the training, you did your semester full of hours. I mean, the facts are really powerful. So I get this all of the time, and this is really eye-opening for my clients. When when they're they're coming to me with a problem, I, I hear the story, and then I ask them, okay, so the story, and then I replay the story for them. The story I hear you saying is, and we replay the story. And luckily, I know them a bit by now, right? right. And then I say, so what are the facts? And so on the left side of the paper, we write down the story and on the right side, we write down the facts because the story is just fearful. It's just fearful thinking and the facts don't lie. And so um, our brains want to protect us. And the way of protecting us is to place fear in our path. And that's our brain's way of protecting us. So I like to say um, I like I'm really big on visuals if you can't tell. like I use pen to paper a lot. Um, I like to think of a um, like you're at the airport and the revolving thing that takes the yeah. luggage, the carousel. Like thank you very much, fearful thought. You are not helpful. I'm gonna put you back on the carousel because you're not serving me and you're not real. Bye-bye. <laughs> and yeah. let it go. And so once you identify that, you've created a story, Around something that you've just made all of that up and the facts are maybe your friend hasn't called you back because she has the flu It's not that she doesn't like yeah, you; when right. she moves on, and she she doesn't want to be a part of your life and you hurt her feelings. None of that, right? She's got the flu um, And it's really it's really a powerful and eye-opening and you can use this in so many areas of your life
0: Yes, do you yes. want to
2: give me a story?
0: well, um You know, I think one of the things that we probably all do to some degree is or or tell ourselves is I have to do certain things on a daily basis that um, compromises my ability. So again, we're talking health and fitness. So I have to work X amount of hours and I have to focus my attention on X, Y, Z, to the degree that I don't have time to prioritize myself or my health or my fitness because otherwise I would be sacrificing my family's time, my productivity, my work time, um, sort of that story of, of I can't be, I can't make myself a priority when Everything else takes precedence. Is that relevant?
2: Absolutely. When you have lives, depending on you, right, that that need you. Um, And this this is a hard one, and I feel like so many of us um, are in this situation. So the story could be I need to rush home because I, I cannot fit in my workout today because I have to get Sam to piano lessons um or i need to be present for my wife because she is pulling her hair out um and if i don't get home to relieve her then there is going to be crisis okay so the the, the the story there um there's some fact yeah but the story of i can't is where you make up a story um and then you have to really think like it, am i making up this story because i don't want to I don't feel like it. I'm self-sabotaging, um, or is this actually based in facts? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts in your story.
0: So the facts are that you know I have to work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The facts are that I don't know that the the, the kids are fine. Um, that there's food on the table. That you know I actually only have to be at work for. I don't know a certain amount of time um, that if I don't get to respond to these people, it's actually not that big of a deal. If I contact them tomorrow um, that I, I may not be able to get a 90 minute workout, but I could probably get a 20 minute workout. What else? What are the,
2: The facts are, um, and this is what I do with my clients. You know, we go a level deeper. So the facts are: you told me your personal, your personal mission statement was to create a family who and a legacy who was going to um, be thoughtful about their health choices, who was going to prioritize their health, and by osmosis, teach everyone they know around them that that is how they live, right? And so the facts are: you going to work out supports everything you want
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, the facts are you have to lead by example to fulfill that personal mission of yours right so then we go into so you list all your facts I'm gonna list and this is the limited you know time that we've spent together these are the facts that I know right Um, the facts are that not being there at that moment but taking care of your health doesn't make you less of a father or husband Yep doesn't make you less. Um, The facts are, the facts are you hope when you grow, well, you hope when your kids grow up, they're going to do the same thing (laughs) and they're not going to feel guilty about it. Right? Like, you know, there's, there's lots of facts in there. So I think that identifying the story for what it is can really relieve some overwhelm. Like, oh my God, I have created this in my head and I can change this dialogue. Yeah writing down the facts, getting clear on what the facts are, and then letting it go and be just letting it be what it is. Um, And so that exercise is, is helpful um, and something that you may have to do often because our brains are wired to create stories so we can understand our surroundings. This is just the way we work. Um, And so, Kind of getting clear on that this is going to happen all of the time. Like we make up stories all of the time. Right. And I have to catch myself even still. Like <laughs> um, I had created a story for myself. I live in um, Washington State, about 15 minutes from Portland, Oregon, and we are exactly where the measles outbreak was. And um, I have a child that passed away, and I had a newborn who couldn't get vaccinated. Yep. And I was sure, sure that if I walked outside my house, we would get the measles. I was, I had so much cabin fever. My anxiety was sky high. I mean, it was ridiculous. And now looking back, it was ridiculous. But I had to say to myself, Doreen, what are the facts? The facts are no one has died from the measles. The facts are it's not in your community. The facts are your doctor hasn't seen any cases. The facts are... Quinn is fine, right? So it is. It's a matter of talking yourself through these situations. And so my end goal with everyone I work with is to give you and everyone the tools so that I'm not needed anymore. That's what a practitioner should do for you: um, is give you the tools so that you know you're not needed anymore. So facts and and fear versus um, you know your your story versus your facts is step number four step number five and you touched on this and i wanted to go there so bad uh because we could start with this but step number five is setting proper expectations our expectations of ourselves are way too high if you are listening to this podcast you are a per, you're into personal development you're an a player as i call it you are driven you want to be better and you have high expectations of yourself i can almost guarantee it it's okay to have high expectations, but when you're setting goals, whatever expectation you have, I want you to cut it in half. And that's not because I don't think that you will reach your goal. It's because I want you to reach your goal and feel accomplished by it. If, if the goal is too high, like I want to lose 20 pounds in one month, guys, we know that's, I mean, maybe that's possible if you starve yourself, right? Even then, I don't know if it's possible. Um, that You need to set a proper expectation and, and an appropriate goal for your work. And so, I again, back to the three month increments, um, I, I'm really big on this. And I talk about goals in three months, and then we talk about monthly goals, and then we talk about weekly goals, and then we talk about things in weeks. I don't do things day to day. Like life is too crazy. Um, I don't think anything should be, you know, really honed in day to day. But um, it's really important to take the time to plan this out.
0: Yeah, that's that's hard.
2: <laughs> it's so hard.
0: Are you familiar with uh, Gretchen Rubin's The Four Tendencies? No. You heard of that? You need to check that out. And for those okay. of you guys listening, you need to check it out. It's basically a personality type quiz, but it's interesting because... We all have different personality traits and it, within her four tendencies, and I, I don't want to divert the conversation too much, but I, I think it's relevant. Yeah. She has um, upholders, she has questioners, she has obligers, and rebels. And upholders want to know, you know what should be done. Questioners kind of want to justify things um, to you facilitate getting things done uh, obligers need kind of accountability to get things done and rebels want freedom to do something their own way. And I'm hundred percent a rebel
2: Yeah.
0: to the degree that when you say you need to cut your expectations in half, I say, fuck that. I'm going to double <laughs> my expectations. I,
2: I know. Oh my God. Because that's me. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, you want me to cut my expectations in half? Absolutely. I'll double and then I'll get to where I want it to be. Right. I'm in charge here. I'll show you. Exactly. So, <laughs> exactly.
0: And that's so interesting. It's so interesting, though. And it's so relevant. I think that there's so much importance in how we frame the way we tell people to cut their expectations, to to honor their expectations, and then help them. Define what's actually realistic and then give them in my case would be here's your options to Get these things done um, as far as d- Does that make sense?
2: A hundred percent and here's here's what setting proper expectations does it gets you to meet your goal yep. when your expectations are too high and and i i guarantee you if you are listening and you have tried to start something and have stopped 10 times it's because your goals are too your your expectations are too high yeah and if you want to achieve your goal you need to cut your expectations in half and you, you need to do this in chunks yeah. because that's the only way that you're going to actually achieve it the the brain works by it, you you need to start to gain momentum and the only way to start to gain the momentum is to collect wins yeah Small as they may be, we need to start collecting wins. It's one pound at a time. It is one healthy meal at a time. We are collecting wins and we are celebrating those wins as well. And so it's it's not I'm not asking you to half ass it. I'm asking you to give it your all. And if you can show me you can get there quicker, great. We'll move to the next one. But we're not doing anything so we master this one and we're gonna cut it in half and we're gonna get there.
0: Well that's it though is is oftentimes when you make it more realistic and then you start to focus on the process is it your success increases exponentially yes and oftentimes beyond what you thought was possible in a 3 month time span And so I love that you said chunk it down. I love that you said focus on step-by-step because that's exactly what people need to do. We have to take our eye off of the prize, know that it's there, but really focus on the day-to-day. Okay, what are the action-oriented steps that I need to take today? I just need to get in my workout. You know, I just need to get my three meals. I need to get protein at each of my meals. I need to just try and commit to seven and a half hours of sleep. I just need to drink enough water today. And then I'm going to do the same thing tomorrow. And then at the end of the week, holy, I feel good. Mm -hmm. And I notice a difference. I'm seeing the scale move or I'm seeing the tape measure move. And I'm ready to up the ante next week. And the same, I, I can see that the exact same thing applies from a business mindset. What, yeah. do, what what are the things that I need to get accomplished? Just the big needle movers today. One or two things that I got to get done.
2: It's, it's so true. And it being able to apply these five steps to business, to health, to nutrition, it applies anywhere. Yeah. And so... It's a nice process to be able to go through, no matter what you're going through in your life, um, it can apply uh, it, you know, in, in different ways. And so I hope this was helpful. Um, and of course, there's so much more to each of these steps. And yeah. the thing I love the most is, is Really digging in to each of these and really making it super personal but I appreciate you being open today and sharing kind of what goes on in your head because I think it's so important to hear it from Really have a story that goes along with the steps to see how you would apply it.
0: Yeah No, it's it's such valuable information. And like I said, I mean you can know everything about Fitness and nutrition and health and the latest biohacking tools and whatever—all of the the exorbitant amount of information out there. But if you're not actually acknowledging that something inside is holding you back, or at least just acknowledging that you know you have to have kind of a mental framework in place and a goal-oriented framework, um, then you're doing yourself a disservice. And I've personally been reluctant to, uh, acknowledge this process for so long until just the last few years. And it's, it's been instrumental in my business growth. And awesome. and for me, it's always been something of, I just need to learn more. I just yeah. need to go get another degree. I just need to go get another certification. I just need to to hire another coach. And it wasn't about the information at all. It was about, getting in line with what I really want and who I want to serve. And and I feel like it's the same thing for, for the clients that we work with is you don't need to know more. You don't need more articles on, you know, low carb dieting. You just need to start. You need to know how to start and how to, how to follow through with the process and why you're doing it in the first place. So uh, Doreen, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful. Yeah, please.
2: Yeah. And, and, and here's, here's the catch 22. If you want to know more, the best way to know is by doing. (laughs) If you want to know how your body is going to respond, start doing. If you want to know how your business is going to respond, start doing what it is you want to do. And that's what you learn on your feet. That's how how we all learn. Education can only take you so far. So start doing. Start doing. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. So I didn't mean to cut you off.
0: No, that's it. Start, just just get started. It's the biggest thing. It's like, don't overanalyze it. Just start, just start mm-hmm. doing something and it will snowball, I promise. Um, Doreen, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for mm-hmm. coming on the show. How can people find out more about you and your business?
2: Sure, so the best way um, to contact me is through my email. It's coachkorba, K-O-R-B as a boy, A, at gmail.com. I am on Instagram really heavy on Instagram. I do a lot of trainings there. Um, that's at coach Corba, and um, Facebook as well is at coach Corba. keeping it really simple. Awesome. Um, so that, those are the really the best ways to reach me, but I, I'm really passionate about, um, a lot of, I hate the word free, but a lot of free training. Like I, I do a lot of videos. I push out a lot of content because, um, Again, my personal mission mission is to help others, right? So, um, yeah. So please, please follow and reach out. And the first part of the coaching process is a complimentary thirty minute phone session. And what I love is if you are listening to this, you're already you already know um, what goes on in my coaching practice, and so we can get deeper than someone who maybe doesn't um, have this background of what I taught. Um, so I would love to offer that as well, um, and and just help help people on their journey.
0: Awesome. Well, I'll have all of those links down below in the show notes, guys. Make sure you head over and follow Doreen on Instagram. Shoot her an email. Let her know that you appreciate our conversation. Shoot me an email. Let me know that you appreciate our conversation, and make sure you share this with any number of people that I know you uh, you think would find this valuable. And uh, just thanks so much for tuning in. Appreciate you guys, Doreen, appreciate you and we'll connect again soon.
1: Did you love this episode of the Smart Nutrition Made Simple show? Then head on over to iTunes, subscribe and leave a positive rating and review. And more importantly, share this with other men that you know are dedicated to leveling up in every area of their life by learning how to live healthier, more energetic and productive lives so that they can optimize their health for their family and future. Thank you for listening. And if you want to find out more about how you can work directly with Ben, then just head on over to www.bslnutrition.com forward slash level up.